it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Astrologer Bill Atride radio show. I'm Bill Atride, and today uh, is July 31st, and it's the sixth show of 2022. And again, I keep apologizing for not trying to get a show in every month here, but it's just been rather difficult this year uh, with some personal things that I've been having to attend to. Um, And always putting the show on Sunday means that I don't get any day off because uh, I work Monday through Saturday. So I'm I'm going to play around with that. I may try to move the radio show to Saturday. So I always get that Sunday off. Might be a better way of doing this. But I'll I'll, I'll play with that and see what works. But anyways, here we are today. Um, and I thought we'd do a little something different today. Or it's longer lines than we normally do, but a little different. Uh, but before we do that, let's just uh, take care of some some business here. Um, and and just to, so you know that um, in the, in today's show, after I do the show, as usual, I'll turn to all of you who are waiting there patiently and uh, take your calls, and you may have a question for me about the show or about yourself or someone else in your life, Uh, and whichever it may be, just give me your first name um, so I can identify you. When I call upon you, I'll I'll read out the area code so you know who I'm maybe reaching out to. Uh, Just give me your first name, and if you do want to talk about your chart or someone else's chart, I would just need the birth date and the place of birth, certainly. And if you have time at birth, then certainly I can tell you even that much more. So, um, so that'll be in the second half of the show. Uh, and just as sort of astrological news or what's happening here, we just had our dear friend, the planet Jupiter, turn retrograde uh, just three days ago on the 28th. Uh, and we're coming up on the next Mercury retrograde, though it's a month away. It's always good to keep that on the calendar. So in that second week of September, uh, we'll have Mercury turning retrograde for, again, three weeks till early October. So everybody should plan accordingly in terms of uh, making sure communications and networks are all in good shape. And uh, don't let yourself get frustrated, but use that energy for introspection and uh, and correction. Um, so if you need to reach me and for whatever reason to suggest a topic or maybe to get a reading yourself, because that's what I do, uh, the best way is my email, which is my name, Bill Atride, B-I-L-L-A-T-T-R-I-D-E at gmail.com. Or you can certainly Google my name or go to my sites, both the, the blog sites. There's two blogs that they hear the uh, Blog Talk Radio site, uh, as well as Facebook and Instagram and all those things. And they have various ways of uh, reaching me, including my phone number on those sites, so you can always reach out to me and give me a call if you prefer. Um, anyways, I think that, that pretty much takes, takes care of the business stuff, uh, and I hope uh, I'll be able to come back again uh, sometime in August. Uh, I'll be away for part of August, but I will be around also, so probably have another show, say, let's say mid-August or so um, in a few weeks. So anyways, um, today's topic, as I said, is a little different, but definitely along the lines of what we normally do. And that we, we generally look at one or two planets and how they are moving through the heavens generally and, and maybe a relationship to one another or moving through any, any number of charts, whether that be of countries or individuals or what have you. Um, so I thought it'd be good to have a better understanding of some of this. And so I thought it'd be useful if we could step back from what we have been doing over the past many shows, which is looking at just one, two or three of the major planetary cycles and consider more of the entire hierarchy of planets, well, at least from Jupiter on out, and their intersecting orbits, yeah, from Jupiter to Pluto. Um, It's certainly most important to look at the big three, as I call them, Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto. But by including the fuller range of influences it's brought to bear with the addition of Saturn and Jupiter, I believe we will find a deeper appreciation and understanding of what I have called the dance of the planets. What I and many astrologers do is consider the combination of influences from the various categories of planets. 
and their various interweaving cycles with one another. And we take these to form a more complete picture of the influences we experience here on Earth. We, we certainly look at each planet as having its own realm of meaning and influence, but it's also true that just as we, you and I, are shaped and formed by our experiences with one another, the planets and their messages are shaped and formed by their interrelationships with one another too. Now we can sort or arrange the planets in a number of ways, but what seems most meaningful or logical to me is to arrange them by their individual orbital periods from the longest to the shortest, and then to group them into three types or categories of influence with regards to their orbital relationships and by their what's called their synodic cycles, which is the period from one conjunction to the next conjunction with one another. Starting with the outermost planets, which we will type as the long wave transformational, we have Pluto, Neptune, and Uranus. And this grouping gives us the relationship pairings of Neptune with Pluto, forming a conjunction every 492 years, then Uranus with Neptune at 171 years, and finally Uranus with Pluto at 127 years. Given their longer synodic cycles, we have observed that they represent or influence transformational or evolutionary patterns of human history. The next set of planetary pairs we call the mid-wave crystallizing, and they are formed by Saturn aligning with these longer transformational planets. Here we have Saturn with Uranus at 45 years, and then Saturn with Neptune at 36 years, and Saturn conjuncting Pluto every 33 years. This set of combinations concerns the dynamic interrelationship between continuity and change, the necessary struggle, we might say, between the conserving and preserving nature of Saturn counterpointed to the spiritual imperative for growth and change held by the outer three planets. The final set of planetary pairs we call the shortwave growth set, which is formed by Jupiter with both the transformational outer three and with the avatar of order held by Saturn. And these range from Jupiter with Saturn at T years, from conjunction to conjunction, Jupiter with Uranus at 14 years, Jupiter with Neptune at 13 years, and Jupiter with Pluto every 12 years. For the long wave transformational pairings, the 492 year cycle of Pluto and Neptune holds the integral relationship between the will and unconditional love, between boundaries that form our sacred spaces and the ultimate oneness of spirit and reality. Each time Pluto and Neptune form a conjunction, one can see the end and beginning of how we form ourselves into our spaces with one another. And those dates in history have been 83 BCE, 411 in the current era, then 905, 1398, and most recently, 1891. And then, as they form their series of aspects with one another, after each conjunction, we see the waxing square and the opposition, also the semi-square and sesquisquare, and then in reverse order, back to the next conjunction, as forming critical moments in the struggle for balance between our exercise of our will counterpointed to our experience of love. The next pairing by synodic period is the 171 cycle of Neptune and Uranus, and they hold the integral relationship between unconditional love and freer minds, or individuality versus communality. The dates for their series of conjunctions or the beginning of their cycle of relationships were most recently 1478, 1650, 1821 and 1993 and then just like with Pluto and Neptune 
the subsequent critical moments in their cycle of relationship shape and form our human experience of how we reconcile our need to be free yet dependent upon one another. The final pair by synodic period length and of the purely transformational group is the 127-year cycle of Pluto and Uranus, which holds the integral relationship between will and freedom or sacred space and individuality. The dates for their conjunctions most recently were 1455, 1597, 1710, 1850, and very, very much more recently, 1965. Again, we can see this playing out over the course of their aspects between one conjunction to the next as providing meaning and guidance for how we must strive to balance our individual freedom with the necessity to not infringe upon the sacred space of another. But let us turn now and look at the set of alignments that forge a more focused set of opportunities and challenges in our journey of spiritual awakening and to the two which are presiding over our current situation. And these are the series of alignments of Saturn with the transformational planets and the Jupiter pairings with them and Saturn as well. The set of alignments of Saturn with the three outer and transformational planets carries the meanings and messages of our spiritual awakening brought about by the alchemical transformations when these evolutionary forces meet with the structures and objective realms that are held by Saturn. The result is often discord and clashes with these evolutionary agents as they interact with the conservative nature of Saturn. The first of these is the 45-year cycle of Saturn with Uranus, which holds the dynamic confrontation of what I would call the principle of order versus freer minds, or we might say tradition versus innovation. Their most recent conjunctions were 1852, 1897, 1942, and 1988. And at each conjunction, a new impulse was released in this dynamic dance of the old ways and the new. And here we find ourselves right now in the last major aspect of that 1988 cycle, which is the waning square and which is guiding us here in 2021 and 2022. The previous significant moments of the 1988 seeding were the waxing square in 1999-2000, the opposition, which took place from 2008 to 2010, and the waning square, where we are now, in 2021 and 2022. Whether you look at these turning points through a political, economic, or cultural lens, you can certainly see how whatever was released in 1988 came to a crisis or turning point in the year 2000. And that was followed by the opposition or the full moon revelation of 2008 into 10. And that was most certainly a climactic moment in which the forces of progress were so clearly revealed and opposed by the forces of fear and darkness. And this struggle played out dramatically in our social and political polarizations of the time. Which brings us to our moment now, which is the waning square of 2021-2022. The waxing square, like 1999 to 2000, is a turning point or crisis of action. It is a choosing between one action or another, the need to make a commitment to one thing or one form of action or to one way of being and not another. The waning square is once again a crisis or turning point, but it's more in the realm of ideas, thoughts, beliefs, or meanings. It takes as its reference point whatever was revealed at that full moon, which here was the opposition of 2008 to 2010, 
which laid out for all to see the differing meanings and messages of that moment. And now, given where we find ourselves in 2021 and 22, we face a period when we need to choose what we believe to think through what is true versus false, what is real and what is not real. And so we sort ourselves by the divisions between our beliefs, our facts, and our truths. The opportunity and challenge of any waning square, like the one we're having in 2122, is that it brings what is called the gift of severance. And it calls upon us, it asks of us, to let go of what we must so that we might continue to grow. It is an opportunity to turn from being held and bound by a negatively rooted past, to turn from the husk of dead spirit and embrace the living spirit of love. All of us need to reject any circumscribed and shadowed way of thinking and being, that we leave behind our more instinctual roots that divide us from one another because they bind us by fear and not by hope and love. But in addition to this Saturn-Uranus decrystallizing moment, we have one more alignment that is shaping our reality and decisions. And it is one of the final set of alignments formed by the shortwave growth grouping. And it is of that of Jupiter combining with the evolutionary or the Saturnian placements. And it seems quite timely or fortuitous because what we are experiencing is the next alignment of Jupiter with Saturn. Their 20-year cycle articulates the integral relationship between truth or meaning, which is Jupiter, and order or manifestation, which is Saturn. We are at a very important moment in their cycle of relationship because it is the first significant alignment in their cycle following the historic conjunction in Aquarius at the end of 2020. That conjunction astrologers call the Great Mutation, as it began a series of Jupiter-Saturn conjunctions in the air signs, signaling the end of the previous 200-year cycle of Earth conjunctions, and the start of a new airy cycle of Jupiter and Saturn that will happen for the next 200 years. It was and is a spiritual seed that was planted, and it heralded a turning point, and it was a sign for many that a new age has begun. And now we have reached a critical moment in the birth of that new age. The first significant aspect in any cycle of relationship is the waxing semi-square, or 45-degree aspect. And this is what we are experiencing in 2022 into 2023. It was exact on July 21st and will repeat on September 21st with the final exact alignment to be held on March 21st, 2023. But its influence is present during the entirety of this year and into 2023. Remember, a conjunction is like a new moon or very much like the planting of a seed. After that beginning, for the next many days, weeks, months, or years, depending upon the length of the entire cycle, that first phase takes place symbolically beneath the surface, like a seed sending down roots and equally sending up tendrils to the surface. For some greater or lesser time, we must wait for the proof that something has begun. And it's at the waxing semi-square that the new life appears visibly above the soil. It becomes apparent that something has indeed happened. And we see the first real test of this new form of life or being is now to be experienced. Ideally, it can and should be a time of quickening, of moving forward with greater urgency and exhilaration with the joy and power of new beginnings. But this can also be a time when doubt or fear can rear up to hold back the new life, 
we must remember that it is always fear that brings about pain. At this critical moment in the cycle of life, it may be the uncertainty regarding whatever is this new way of being that leads or causes a negative reaction. Or it can be the siren song of the past that calls to return or stay in a more familiar time or space. And this too can hold back or limit the growth of new life. The living spirit is the ultimate root of everything and everyone, and each and every particle of this universe is shaped and guided by the purpose behind the entirety of creation, which is to grow. And if we are to grow, if we are to be what we are, which is the living spirit, we must lovingly embrace change. And if we are to grow, we must also move towards ever greater inclusiveness, integration with the whole of creation, so that we may rise and become an ever more complete human in our life of the one. There is no way to know which way anyone will go, but there is no question which way we should go. We should remember, as it has been said many times before, beaten paths are for beaten people. We are here to make our way to the greater light, to live by a more encompassing love for one another and all of life on this planet. This is the way of spirit. This is the way of the one. So as this new age begins, we are being asked to decide right now what will be the future that is coming. Will we stand for the future that is ultimately destined to be? We really have no choice but to follow our hearts and listen to the voice of the silence to listen for that quiet, still presence that lives in our hearts, and we will do what is loving and kind and true. It is quite simply the way. It is the way of light and truth and love. It is the way of the one. Okay, um, I'm going to grab a little sip of water here, which I always forget to do. As I'm talking, I just get into it, <laughs> but that's okay. Um, anyways, I thought it was kind of striking to me when I looked at all this and realized these bigger alignments and these smaller alignments and all this coalescing of alignments really focusing in on our year this year. And every year we, we get guidance and information, meanings and messages uh, in many, many forms, including, including from the planets, but many, many places. Um, and we just have to read those signs and look at those indications, but also, of course, turn within and l listen to our own heart um, to know what we should do in any particular moment or challenge that's before us. But it seems to me we are in a very special time, as I'm sure many of you would agree. Okay, um, so I'm going to turn now to all of you patiently waiting there. Um, and um, I try to keep an eye on the list, the, the, the uh, board here, switchboard. And I think I know who came in first, second, and third, but it, I may move around a bit. Who knows? We'll see. Um, but still, I'm going to call on you, and I'll, I'll mention your area code so you know I'm calling on you because I know you're waiting, and maybe you've turned off your microphone or anything so you'll know that, oh, oh he's talking to me now. So just be ready for that. And uh, again, if you're going to ask a question about this show, that's great. We can talk about uh, these questions, or if you want to talk about yourself or someone else astrologically, um, just just give me a birth. Give me your first. Always give me your name first. Your first name is all I need, um, and the birth date and the and the place of birth, if that's all you have. But if you have time of birth, that's great. Then I can do a complete and full chart and have uh, much more to tell you. Okay, so let me turn to what I believe is the first person here, and I'm going to call on you now. Hi, you're on with Bill, and it's area code 805. Who am I speaking with? Oh, thank you, Bill, and I enjoyed that. Um, my name is Donna in California. Hi. Hi, Donna. Hi. How are you? 
I'm uh, I'm okay. It's it's been quite a year um, for many of us, and uh-huh. uh, in both in general terms, but also in you know family stuff going on. And so you know it's 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 life. <laughs> it's what it yeah. is. But uh, yeah. So but but yeah, I'm I'm okay. I I mean because of what I do, which is basically work to help people every day. Tends to take mm-hmm. the focus off me and thinking about myself and my any problems I may have, and just it's it really it's a great way to just not be burdened as much because you're helping other people. So I'm I'm oh. I'm blessed in that respect. Yeah, but thank you, I, but thank you. And, and what can, what can I do for you, Donna? What what's going on well, for I you? Logical reading. Maybe if finances are going to get better, maybe I can meet someone. These are the two okay. main things in my life. Yeah, that aren't so good right now. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, so what to do? Have you called before? Do I have your chart? Do you know? I have. Yes, you do, Bill. You have. Okay. Okay. So, and, and your, um, what's your birthday? Just so I make sure, because I have more than one uh, Donna April, here. April 22nd, 1954, born 2.50 okay. p.m. in Flushing. There you are. Okay, good. I've got you. So, um, Boy, look at this. Um, you've kind of called it an interesting time. <laughs> the reason is uh, there, there are two ways we time things astrologically is that inner life unfolding, what we call the progress chart. Um, and we look there principally where the progress moon is um, and, and also its relationship to the progress sun. And you are now just a couple of months away from what's ha- happening, what's called a progressed new moon, which only happens once every 29 years or so. Wow. It just so happens to be taking place in your 10th house of your path and purpose and your career. So certainly there is a great deal of emphasis and focus in your life right now on your path. Um, and um, though you've been doing that actually even in 2021, um, there's some kind of information or inspiration or release of new energy that's going to occur here, I, I, not that it matters the exact date, but I'll give it to you, at the very end of December 2022 is a new moon in your chart. Um, and again, you had the moon in this 10th house since May of 2021. It will stay there until uh, October 2023. And when the moon is up there, it's a time to consider, look at the path I've been on, look at this path I now find myself on. And now I look out ahead and say, do I continue? Do I pivot a little bit or do I end or begin something is the major question. Um, And so you are at a turning point um, and coupled with that and things are just timing out this way. um, The outer timekeeper is the planet Saturn, which gets around the chart every 29 years. Also like the progressed sun moon cycle and in Saturn right now has just moved this year into your sixth house, which is the house of how you order your life, arrange your life in terms of activities and rest and work versus play and the nature of work and how I live. This is where you're being, you might say, facing challenges, meaning the universe is asking Donna, does your life make sense? Mm-hmm. Are you at peace with your life? And this has been an abiding question for you, because even though Saturn's here in the sixth house of the chart, you were born with the sixth sign rising, with Virgo as your rising sign. So all through Donna's life, um, she is someone who's very clear and analytical and looks at the world and observes things very clearly and is very good at arranging and organizing things. And she you can appear to be someone who's very put together and at peace, but inside you and I both know there's a lot of nervous energy flying around in there. And Donna really wants more than anything just to be at peace. That's your goal. And right now, and right now Saturn's saying you need to look at your life and say what elements are functional and work with the other elements. So I am working towards an order that is beautiful And which things am I doing too little or too much of that are causing my aches or pains or difficulties? Quite frankly, when Saturn's in the sixth house, you're going through a healing. It can be physical, but it can be emotional, mental, and spiritual. It should be all of them, really. But right now, 
um, often a person is retooling and refining and changing the mix of their life to get back on the path of living and walking in beauty. That's the message right now. Um, So, so I don't know. I mean, given that you've got this thing affecting destiny in the path, the moon at the top of the chart and Saturn in in the sixth house of work and how I, what I practically do day in and day out, you're certainly quite right that I'm trying to figure this out. You know, what am I going to do? You know, like we might say for the rest of my life, right? What, how am I going to do this? Mm-hmm. Um, is the big question. Um, is it that you're looking for a particular change or job or, or opportunity or, or what is it that you're, what is it that you think you're looking for right now? Well, my job just in, I'm 68. I would, my job just ended. I took care of a blind man for six years. Uh, God rest wow. his soul. Uh, wow. And I would like to, to find a part. He was a, he was lovely. I mean, I loved him as my friend. We had a lot of fun. But I would like to meet right. a partner for me, a partner that maybe we could do some traveling and you know, cause, yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, well, well right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, with your with your moon in Cancer, I mean, you're. Well, let's put it this way. You have Pisces on your seventh house of relationship and partnership, which means guiding your relationships throughout your life has been your compassionate heart. Um, you, you will be someone who will save and rescue other people, um, but yeah. you have to avoid your own temptation to want to be saved and rescued. Not, not do that. But you're, look, you're someone who has great compassion and great empathy um, and when it comes to love and relationship. And, but it also means you'd love to have a relationship where it is fundamentally very spiritual and we inspire one another in terms of our love of nature or beauty or of mm-hmm. art. Um, these are things you want to share with a partner. Um, with your progress moon now in cancer, what's also driving the story is my need to be cared for and care for another. My need for security is really, really strong right now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and yeah, and, and because you have your moon in Sagittarius and your Venus is in the ninth house for do- both those influences say that you are more likely to be drawn to someone from a different background than your own. Um, that I'm drawn to someone who comes from a different culture or religion or part of the country, whatever it may be. So that by being with this person, we expand our world for one another because we bring to the relationship something exotic to the other um, is something you're also looking for in love. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, yeah. so, so, so keep that in mind um, <laughs> in terms of how you okay. uh, find, find your love. Like it may be in a trip or travel experience or like doing things you like to do, like traveling, it's not uncommon to meet one's partner while traveling, given those configurations. I am okay. uh, leaving in a month for Hawaii, so who knows? There you go. <laughs> well, no, I mean, yeah. it, it's some. It's sometimes that's it. We, 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 basically, I always tell people, do what you love to do, and you'll find someone else who loves doing it too. Um, and right now, there, there is good favor or fortune in that house of relationship for you. Because Jupiter, the planet of growth and expansion, is actually spending all this year, pretty much, in your seventh house of relationship, which means blessings will come to you from other people. Um, You'll have doors open for you through and via other people. So you've got to be out there and be sociable so those gifts can come to you. But it definitely would be a year of growth in relationships. Okay? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Oh, wow! That was wonderful. Well, thank okay. you, Bill. Okay, well, you're 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 very welcome. You nice talking with you, Donna. Okay. Have a nice day today. Thank okay, you. great. Thank you. Talk to you later. Bye. <clears throat> okay. Um, let's see. There's another person. I think it's been holding for a while. This is Bill, and your nine two eight is the area code. Who's this? Hello, Bill. It's Catherine Rourke. Oh, hi, Catherine. How are you? Hi there. Well, it's been a challenging month, uh, but I find challenges are 
springboards of opportunity, uh, <laughs> yeah. good and bad. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You have my chart, May yep. 14, okay. 1953, New yes, York, 9.58 a.m. Yep. Yes, yep. I, I was up. just wondering if there was anything that pops out and uh, anything in the progress chart that I need to be aware of. And, uh, okay, okay. Anything that, okay. you know, you may see significant? Sure. Um, your progress chart right now, you've had for almost a year, the progress moon has been moving through the sign of Sagittarius, which means this is a time to explore questions about what is my truth? What do I believe? How do I know what I know? Um, so questions of philosophy, questions of science, questions of religion are front and center because you are trying to make sense of things is what this comes down to. Um, and meanwhile, and this has been true from before 2021 and through 2022 until we get to the end of May 2023, your progress moon's going through your fifth house, which is a time to stretch yourself as a creator mm -hmm. uh, in terms of leadership and how you perform in the various roles that you have to perform in in this life. Um, so yes, this is this is a time right. for stretching, is what this indicates. Now, planetary transit-wise, of course, you're still going through, or just this year and next year, um, Saturn's making its passage through your eighth house, which is the house of union, but also the house of separation. It's the house of our joint ventures, our combinations with one another. We deal here with birth death, and rebirth. Nobody forgets uh -huh. when Saturn's going to the eighth house, and you've had some pretty strong alignments there. In the beginning of the year, in March into April, you had Saturn opposite your Pluto, squaring your sun from that house. <clears throat> and then here right now again, at, in the end of July and, and into August, Saturn's making its second pass over your sun and your Pluto. Uh -huh. So you're quite right to say that it's been, one could say, harrowing. Really, really <laughs> right. tough. Okay. And, of course, when there is challenges presented to us, we have to not be rigid but bend. Um, otherwise, we could break. Uh, but we have to know when to stand and when to yield. And, and so this is just saying, okay, I'm going to do the best I can to manage this responsibility or deal with this challenge but when it becomes too much, I realize, okay, I have to be smart about how I deal with this and get help or let go or whatever it may be because um, this is pretty right. intense energy, you know? Um, right. It really, it really is. So, so there yes. There have been miracles, <laughs> too, of course. Uh, you know, there's been some total miracles at the same time. Oh. So. Uh, yeah. You know, I think no, no, it's good and bad. Yeah, no. uh, I am looking yeah. for a part-time job to supplement my income. Uh, mm -hmm. Is there any support, universal support for that? Uh, well, the, in the, the best next month? Yeah. yeah. Well, the, right now you you've had Jupiter marching as it moved into Aries. You've got Aries at the top of your chart and house of the career, which means starting in. Starting in July of 2022, in early July, uh, running until the middle of August, Jupiter's hanging out there at the very top of your chart. So it's just for like five weeks here. That means right now mm -hmm. you should be making those connections you can because there could be a door opening for you, an opportunity presenting itself to yeah. you. You're reaping what you've sowed. And so basically since early July to the middle of August, so you've got a couple more weeks here, this really good energy is there, then it, it retrogrades back into your ninth house and doesn't come back into that 10th house until February. Now, that doesn't mean there's bad luck, okay. it, or not, not afford, but it just means there are opportunities. When Jupiter's in the ninth house, they seem to be from further away, not so much locally. Um, so you might mm -hmm. want to be casting a wider net for the work I could do rather than just a local thing or getting involved in a business that right. has a broader reach or something could be also part of the ticket. Um, okay. When is that would Jupiter be my, that, entered... I'm sorry. Right. When does it go back in the ninth house? 
it, it retrogrades back um, the exact date. Not that that matters, but it could matter. Um, it goes back in. Got to scroll back up here. Um, on August sixteenth. Okay. Okay. So I would say right now, obviously this is the last day of July. For the next two weeks, you've got this really positive energy helping you in the house of your career or your responsibilities in outer life work. All right. And and other things may come along too. Yeah, other things may be helping that along and and aiding you as well, but that's the principal one that would be uh, active at this time, okay? All right. Well, thank you so much. Really appreciate your being there. Sure. Okay, well, good luck. Okay. Thank Thank you, you. Bill. Thank you. Sure. Bye-bye. Yep, bye. Bye Bye-bye. Okay. Um, Let's see. And uh, this is someone else. Let's see. It's a... 646 area code. You're on with Bill. Who's this? Hi, my name is Sonia. Um, Thank you for taking my call, Bill. Um, I have a question about my daughter's chart. Um, I can give you her information. Sure. Sure, Okay. Um, And her her name is um, Patty. And her birthday is December 2nd, Uh 1990. Right. uh, she was born in Princeton, New Jersey. Okay. At uh, twelve forty-one p.m. Twelve forty-one. Hold on. Twelve. Oh, come on, come on, computer. Twelve forty-one p.m. Okay, I've yeah. got it. Good. Okay. And what can I do for you with uh, for Patty? Yeah. <laughs> yes, actually, yeah. So I'm. Um, my husband and I are a little concerned about um, the gentleman she's been seeing recently. I think it's on pause. Um, she seems to be uh, on the fence about this guy. Uh, he has some emotional issues, and it's, it seems unstable. And um, we're just wondering if how how the chart, what the chart says in terms of um, will she make a decisive move to sort of like um, clear him out? Uh, she's very caring and and. Um, she has this um, desire to help others and lift them up and um, and sometimes at the expense of her own happiness. And um, uh, yeah. we just feel like they're hopefully we're hoping there'll be someone better in her future, someone more stable and someone um, that she can give and also get back and not do so much of the giving. Um, right, right. Well, she, yeah. well, she is mm-hmm. a yeah, she is a Sagittarius, and uh, midway between both her sun and her moon, because she's born at the full moon, so her moon's in Gemini, sun's in Sagittarius, and midway between those two planets, there's her Jupiter, mm-hmm. but in a beautiful way. It's trining her sun and sextiling her moon. If you have Jupiter touching your sun or your moon, and she has both, you are a very mm-hmm. generous person. Um, and mm. because of that, you tend to be quite fortunate and lucky in life because, as I like okay. to say, those who give keep on receiving. So it's a, it's a mm. great setup. Mm. It's a wonderful thing to mm. see, and she, you're, mm. you're very lucky to have her. But she right. does have Pisces as her rising sign, and that's a person who takes an approach to life where they are mm-hmm. sometimes they're, – they're being approaching life as a very compassionate and intuitive person – um, and mm-hmm. therefore, they can make some errors in judgment in terms of their selflessness and sense of sacrifice that they bring to right. whatever they're doing, including relationships. So that's where right. she has to watch something. Um, yeah. And and let me just let me just see what's going on here in terms of timing for her right now. Um, mm-hmm. Her her progress chart right now. Her moon is actually going through the sign of Leo. Been there for about a year and a half. It's got another 12 months to go, and that means mm-hmm. what Patty is learning are are questions about respect and honor mm-hmm. when it comes to how I see my emotional needs and meet the needs of others. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And the, the key is, of course, respect is something that we have to have, and then we have to show mm-hmm. others, and it has to be somehow mm-hmm. mutually delivered and received. Um, and so this is the time when Patty's working on, I, I, I want to 
bring out the best in others by showing them respect, but I have to also realize that if another is is not able or capable of doing this, then I may be um, be putting myself, I I may feel good about what I'm doing and proud about what I'm doing, but maybe I'm not Mm -hmm. doing as much good as I think I am. For, mm-hmm. for them or myself, if it's not something that this person can really return to me over time, let's put it that mm-hmm. way. Um, mm-hmm. So that, that's a, that is a concern. And, and so right now, because her moon is in the sixth house of health and healing for the last eight, nine months or so, this is a time when Patty's working on how to make my life better ordered and make sure that everything is as it should be. Um, and mm-hmm. so it's a time when she's making adjustments in her life, and this would say, um, mm-hmm. hopefully mm-hmm. learning some valuable lessons, but, but hopefully not, mm-hmm. not too hard a lesson. Um, in right. terms of major planetary transits, um, just see if there's anything that's affecting her right now. Was this a relationship that started last year or this year? Um, they met. They met as friends last year, and I think early on in the in in this year, perhaps after the new year, it just they became more like a, a couple. Uh, but very soon right. after, it got it got rocky, <laughs> and they okay. put it on hold, and they were back together. And I just don't see yeah. a future. <laughs> so. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, what was happening for? Patty last year was the planet Uranus was going over her ruler, which is that planet Jupiter, which meant you're mm-hmm. going to have some unusual experiences in regard to your mm-hmm. relationships to the world and relationship to yourself and in relationships mm-hmm. in general. You're going to meet up with something mm-hmm. really unusual, which can be very mm-hmm. stimulating and exciting, but mm-hmm. also maybe not easily relatable to. Um, right. And what's now happen is Uranus has gone a little further along, and this is the year that it's opposite her Pluto. And that means what we have here with Patty, she's got her Jupiter lined up with her Pluto to begin with. And that means one of her tests in life will be, given that she's a Sag, and Sagittarius is always about the truth, and whether Mm -hmm. that's spiritual truth, religious truth, scientific truth, and she is Mm -hmm. someone who um, can be very powerful in her approach to truth and beliefs. Um, but this is a year when this two year period is here when she's getting shook up in regard to what is my truth and how do I deal with the truth mm-hmm. of another. Um, and that's yeah. affecting, I would that's affecting her judgment. Um, mm-hmm. so, so, so it's not meaning that she has bad judgment, but it means that some things mm-hmm. I might've assumed about mm-hmm. whatever, are, are, are I'm, I'm being shown that it's not quite what I think it is. So it's forcing her to break up an attachment to an old way of understanding truth, mm-hmm. truth in terms mm-hmm. of human relationships, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, and, and again, Patty's test in her life, um, she's born with Saturn in the, seventh, the 11th house of friendship. And that means mm-hmm. for Patty, the key to her life coming together is for Patty to be with, quote-unquote, her people, with people yeah. who share her dream, with people who truly share her dreams. And her life her comes vision. together when she's uh-huh. with these people uh-huh. who we're building towards a common future. We believe in the same kind of community we want to live in. We're going to create a world together to live in or preserve it. That's Patty's path. Mm. And if she gets involved mm-hmm. with people who are perfectly nice people, but their dreams yeah. don't align with hers, that's when her life goes yeah. off the rails. And this guy, and so, is, yeah, I just don't see a connection. So, so, <laughs> so this person is a friend, but there isn't a real mm-hmm. alignment in terms of our hopes and dreams about the future life yeah. we wish to live or create, then she's, yeah. she's going to feel cut off from her friends and become alienated, which is a terrible mm-hmm. thing for Patty. Okay? Right. She, right. Need, she, need, she needs those friends. Um, yes. and, and so You're I would want to make sure that, yeah, yeah that, that these people keep mm-hmm. her in that world of mutual understanding. And so it's fine to have this mm-hmm. person who she's helped maybe helped out a bit, but if she gets too wrapped up in this person and loses her connection to her friends, that would be the most damaging thing for her. 
Yes, we, and we told her that. So we're, I, I was just hoping that the chart sort of shows something else as it progresses on. Perhaps I don't know if it, it indicates another relationship or. Uh, well, well again, I, I would say, well, it, this the, she's going to appear with she's she's struggling with her own emotional attachment. Struggling, yeah. And of course, yes. she, and, right. and so she got involved with this person. They were friends. They became more than friends. Mm-hmm. And now, right. she's dealing with, you know, what what is really there. Um, in right. terms of exactly that's what, yes yes mm-hmm. and 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 so Uranus is forcing her to to say, am I being me here or am I giving up too much mm-hmm. of me to be in this relationship? That's the question. Absolutely right. And right. only she can answer that. Of course, she has to realize it. Correct. She'll say, no, I'm not. I'm not being me here. So this is obviously a right. person I know and a person I can be friendly with, perhaps, but it's not a person yes. I should be spending all my time with because Correct. I'm not being me. Mm-hmm with this person. Right. Yeah. 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 Only she can come to that conclusion. Yeah. Oh. Well, hopefully, I mean, she, she, I mean, um, she wants to do what's right. She's a very idealistic person, but she's also a very, mm-hmm. um, adaptable person. She can bend mm-hmm. and adapt to others very readily, which is a good thing, but not when you're adapting to something that's not healthy. Um, right. But she, right. but uh, but I think she's she is protected that Jupiter connects to her sun, her Venus, her moon. She has a lot of protection mm-hmm. in this lifetime, and she's a good person. Okay. So I I, re- I really, really wouldn't worry. I really wouldn't worry. Okay. Um, okay. But I would encourage you to, to make sure that that she's feeling okay, that she feels she can be herself, that she has her own voice, mm-hmm. and she's feeling authentic. Those are the questions mm-hmm. that would be stimulated in this challenge that's being presented by Uranus in her chart. Okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I really appreciate okay. that. Well, okay. Thank you okay, so much. Tanya. You're very welcome. Okay. Uh, best of luck to you. Okay. Bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay. Um, and let's see. Um, who else has been holding here? I'm going to just wing it, I think. So let's see who this is. It's area code. Oops, i got to click on it. Uh, Area codes two one six. You're on with Bill. Who's this? Hello. Yes. Hi, Bill. This is Patricia calling oh, from hi, Ohio. Hi, Patricia. Yes. Hi. hi. How are you? How are you? <clears throat> oh, we're good. Um, good. Beautiful day out. Warm day out. Sun shining. Okay. Healthy. Oh, um, <laughs> now, my, now, Pat, Patricia, before we go for before we go for that, I've got two Patricias in my my database here. So which one are you? Um, Mcorkle, seven sixteen fifty eight. There you go. Gotcha. Okay, thank you. <laughs> okay. Okay. So what can um, I? Okay. So. I'd like to ask. Oh, hmm. I will be relocating um, to New Mexico, Las Cruces, uh, but start first with short term housing. Uh, meaning for 90 days while I look and sure. for my more, more permanent housing. <clears throat> yeah. um, mm-hmm. I need to find out. Um, shoot. It's, is it best to uh, rent a room from a person, I'm going to say female, preferred, mm-hmm. uh, that lives in the house or that they own the house but they don't live there? Right. And, of course, there are going to be other tenants as well, I'm sure. Let's right. say a three-bedroom house. I'm renting the one-bedroom. Uh, and the owner may or may not be there in another tenant, but is it best for me? And, yes, I'm going with dealing with a female, like 40 to 60 years old. Um, okay. Yeah. But it's a temporary situation. You're planning on just scoping it out and deciding where then to move after that, right? Well, I'm going to rent the room, so let's say for 90 days, while I'm looking for my permanent housing, my okay. permanent apartment. Right. And then, you know, and, putting in applications and so on and so forth. So I can right. go and now, see you, it physically rather than through my computer. Sure, sure. Now, are you thinking of staying in the Las Cruces area or going east of there or north of there? Or where where do you end, plan on ending up roughly? Uh, 
Well, I'm just generally saying Los Cruces because I've never visited there. I don't know much about it. I know it's the southern part of New Mexico. Sure. And yeah. it's uh yeah. And it's just probably just over the border from Mexico, so I'm not, I'm not wanting to go into yes. Mexico. No, no, no. Yeah, um, there's, a, there's a bunch of there's a bunch of cities down there: Las Cruces, Deming, and Carlsbad to the east. Um, and right. Yeah. So that there are there are. I'm looking at your astrocartography, which shows where right. lines coming out of your chart, and you have a bunch of these lines in that southern part of New Mexico. So it's an interesting choice you're making. But as far as the the housing you're looking for or going to go in, even on a temporary basis, the thing you must always remember um, is that you are not just a cancer, not just a double cancer, but you know, Patricia, you're a triple cancer, sun, moon, and rising sign, which means, mm -hmm. quite simply, you are a super, super sensitive person. Um, mm -hmm. And therefore, you will be, no matter where you put yourself or find yourself, you will be feeling that space around you and the people in that space around you more than mm -hmm. I would or anybody else would, because that's just who you are. Okay. So, so, so hopefully, you've, like you say, you've chosen well. You think you know who will be there. It will be another woman or, or and maybe another tenant as well. And the second you get there, you know, within the next, within a few hours, you'll know whether this feels right or not. And just follow your feelings. And if it doesn't feel right, that's it. Just go someplace else. Um, if it does feel right, then just settle into it. But always, always listen to your feelings. Mm -hmm. um, because they will, they will always guide you in terms of whoever you're encountering and whatever space you're in. Okay? Mm -hmm. So I know you're doing it remotely now and making arrangements, but the truth will only come out when you're actually physically in that environment. Um, mm -hmm. So I can't say what your experience will be. All I can say is you'll read the room, you'll read the person, you'll, sit, you'll be there for one night or one day, and you'll know instantly, oh, I can be here, or I got to get out of here. <laughs> Okay, so, so just, just remember to lean into your feelings and be guided accordingly, all right? But this is your time, this is your time with your progressed moon, that inner measure of time, moving through your sixth house of order and lifestyle and health and healing. This is a time when Patricia is seeking to be at peace by rearranging her life to make a life that's more livable or meaningful or complete in some way. This yes. is what your whole purpose, whole purpose right now is to do this. Um, yes, and I'm and, doing and, this in fall this year. Yeah. Right. And again, I would say you might want to take a look at that southeast corner of New Mexico. Only reason being is that when you go further east in that latter, the lower part of New Mexico, that's where your Venus line is very, very strong. So that could be quite meaningful. If you go west of Las Cruces, more towards Deming, New Mexico, which is in the southwest corner of New Mexico, okay. that, bring, that brings up more developments in terms of your mind and communications and thoughts and ideas. It could be a very stimulating environment for your development of the mind and development of your connections to others. So one is more about beauty and about love. That's Venus to the, in the southeast corner. And it's more about your mind and your mental development in the southwest corner of New Mexico. Okay? Okay. All right. All right. So, 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 so I would I would go back and forth in that area. <laughs> this is basically what I'm saying, because uh, it it looks kind of interesting to me as a as a relocation. So, um, see what you find. Okay. And and right. also also because you are a triple cancer, uh, no matter what, you need to find in whatever area you're in where there is some body of water, a reservoir or a river that you can get to when you need to, to get your water in your system, okay? Right, right. Yeah, the Rio Grande River is... 
right there. So you want the Rio Grande. And, of course, then they have reservoirs and lakes that they pull off and, and, and store water in. So whatever you can, you need that as well. So don't, don't take yourself too, away, too far away from water. It's a good idea. Okay? Okay. All right. Thank you very oh, much. Okay. Have a good day. Sure. Okay. You too. Be well. Okay. Um, I'll do one more person here because I can, I guess, because um, I haven't been on for a while. So let's see. Um, I don't know who this is, but I'm going to call on this person. It's 770 is the area code. Hello? 770, are you on? Hello? I, I think I hear you. Hello? I'm, I'm, I've called on someone whose area code is 770. Hello? Are you there? Hello? Hello? Hi, Bill. Yes, I'm here. My name is... Hi. Hi. Wow. I was a, I just... Well, I'm surprised because I just called in about five minutes ago, but I'm happy. Okay. <laughs> My name is Maddie. You, have, you should have me. Maddie. Maddie. Okay, mm-hmm. let me take a look, Maddie. Um, yeah, because I can't mm-hmm. tell the switchboard keeps jumping around and people drop and come in, so it's hard to keep track of who's who. <laughs> so, so, so I guess you were just. Well, that's okay. That's great. Um, okay, yeah. so I've got your, I've got your, I've got your chart up here, Maddie. So, what can I do for you? Um, uh, I just um, want to know what's going on. Um, some general. But okay, maybe, in general, um, in general. In general, okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, your progress moon, which is that inner measure of time, um, has for the last eleven months or so been moving through Virgo. So this is also a time that you're being asked to make some adjustments in how you order your life and make your arrangements and deal with from the physical level of diet and exercise up to the spiritual level of how I order my life in a meaningful way. This is the time when you're working on making some rearrangements in your life. And at the same time as your moon's been going through your second house for, I would say, a year and a half, and it's got another eight months to go, roughly, this has been a time for you to make adjustments in your resources and values and your, in, in your strengths and values that you're making some adjustments in those inputs and outputs of energy in your life. But the planet Jupiter this year is marching through your ninth house um, from all of 2022. This is a great year for expanding your frames of reference. It's a year for exploring or traveling or reading about some topic or area you hadn't before. So it's a time to more deeply go into your study of your beliefs or truths or religion or faith. But it's also a great year just to take a trip. Um, yes. And so, so this is a year where a trip is not required, but would certainly bring blessings. And so if you have taken a trip, that's good. If you hadn't take, had taken a trip, take one. <laughs> because plan it on. This take, is, that's the plan. This, this that's is, the plan. Take a nice trip and, and do it up right. Yeah. No, no, yeah. this is what you should do because we, mm-hmm. we, we travel to expand our understanding of ourselves and our world and we put ourselves in places that we love and enjoy, but also it mm-hmm. helps us appreciate more everything. So this is a year where you're meant to take a trip. So take one. Okay. <laughs> okay. I, I am. <laughs> okay, good. I am. Good for you. You're right, uh-huh. you're right on schedule then. Okay? Uh-huh. All right. Mm-hmm. Anything else? Is that good? And for as um, my values about my spiritual side, oh yes, that's, yeah. that is um, that is heightening, definitely getting stronger. Oh no, this when Jupiter's there, it's also a time to say, you know, I really need to, you know, read a different kind of novel, or need I need to read some more about spirituality, or more look at my own religion, or whatever it may be. Um, uh-huh. I need I need I need this. Deep, a bigger frame of understanding in whichever way I go with that science, spirituality, um, whatever it may be. Um, it's, it's, it, this is all part of expanding your awareness. That's what it's for. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I do have a book that's laying around that I have been said, I got to read that. It's, it says, it talks, it, the topic is uh, reflect, reflect on the other side. Okay. Well, there you go. And oh, I thought, I mean, wow, this, I need this, to read that book. Well, 
Mm-hmm. Yes, you do. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. this is a okay. time to open your eyes, expand your range of vision, okay? I will. Thank you, Bill. Okay. That was and enjoy your trip. Thank okay. you. I will. Okay, be well. Okay, <laughs> so okay. you actually taking the trip to uh, I, I had well, thought about I said, uh, I, yeah. you have to go? I had thought about No, no, I, I, Well, I, I don't say where you should go. I just say this is a year, and you've go. got time. I mean, I, I just uh-huh. go. But if, if it, the, the, the time period for the, when this favor for, favorable time for travel actually started um, on March 25th, it stays there till next April, so you're good okay. for I the rest of this year. And okay, you've got time to go. No, you no. So you definitely have time. And where you should go? I mean, you're thinking of going to Europe. You said. Hold on. Let me go London. look at. Okay, let me look then at. Go over, then take. Then go over to Paris. That's what I was thinking. Well, let me let me just let me put your chart in there and see what it looks like. Um, well, uh, you 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 definitely should go to France <laughs> because uh, because you have some very strong lines. Actually, you could also it could be Netherlands, it could be Belgium, but you have two very important lines: your Sun line and your Dharma Karma line go right through France to the east of Paris. But it would still be true in Paris, Lyon, Marseille, all those cities would be quite interesting. Now. There is a very strong energy in the, in the Dublin area for you. That could be quite a mystical place and a magical place in your life, um, you know, full of heightened intuition when you go to the Irish capital. Um, so that looks interesting. Um, but, but, but I mean, Dublin, uh, Dub- Dublin, Dublin is in Greece, uh, is Irish. No, no, Dublin, no, Dublin is in Ireland. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is Ireland. Yeah. I hadn't thought about Ireland. No, Ireland had not been, hmm, give me some food for thought, it's right? It, 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 it's something to think about, um, but I do, I do very much like Paris, France. Okay. <laughs> uh, you know, that, that looks London. very good to me. More, more than London. More than, more, more than London, yeah, I do, yeah. Okay. For, for, in, ter- in terms of what your astrology, what's called astrocartography indicates, um, it looks quite wonderful. Yeah. All right. Oh, well, maybe I should live there. <laughs> <laughs> well, you never know. You never you know. You never know. That's um, very true. You never know. But you go there and see how it feels. That's the important thing. Okay? Yes. Yes. Okay. okay. Thanks so much. Well, okay. I've okay, got Paris Maddie. on my mind okay. now. Okay. Thank okay, you Okay, good. Okay. Okay, okay, sure. Have a great day. Uh, okay. Uh, bye-bye. I will. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, everybody, I've got to stop now, and uh, I'll be back again in a couple weeks. Uh, My very best to all of you. Talk to you later. Bye. With Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.